This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself, change the world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Steiner, and this is Real Answers, and today we're going to be talking about the mask and the true self. So uh, the mask, our mask is our outer expression of who we are. It's often called the persona. It can be called the ego. Um, it makes up a lot of what we see as we th- a lot of times think of as ourself. Um, it is, you know, the way that we dress, the way that we cut our hair, the way that we choose to put ourselves out in the world. Um, it's our, our preferences, our likes, our dislikes, and things like that. All of that is related to the mask. And um, sometimes that mask, uh, ego, persona, can get kind of a bad reputation. This idea that we're supposed to get rid of it, we're supposed to be able to, um, you know, transcend it, um, and that, you know, things that are related to our ego, you know, that person has too much ego or um, that person's ego is way too involved. Um, statements like that show us this point us in this direction of maybe getting rid of um, the mask or trying to eliminate it in some way. And uh, that that is not necessarily uh, the case. That's not necessarily what we want to do with our mask. Um, because, uh, having that forward facing expression, that outward expression of who we are, um, is, is actually a part of, a part of our full expression. The problem really comes when we overly identify with it. And so I want to talk a little bit today about how we can work in a way that is really, um, really powerful for ourselves and also for, um, you know, for ourselves and our deeper selves and also for ourselves in, you know, um, the way that we're putting ourselves out into the world. So how do we find this? ideal relationship between our mask and our true self so that we can create um, a really satisfying and healthy and fulfilled life. So uh, the way that the mask can work, if we want to look at it, it's its most useful expression. Uh, in, in, in my perspective, the most useful expression of the mask is that it is really, it can be the creative material um, for our deeper expression. It's, it's the clay for our sculpture, right? It is what we can work with in order to express some of who we are on the inside. So, uh, it becomes, it can be really fun to play around with how we are perceived based on what it is that we are putting out into the world. Right? And we can change, we can change that. 
we can change it so that the way that we're being received feels accurate and feels right to who we are. Um, and we can also um, play with it as in how does this look? How does who I truly am look on the surface? What, what would, you know, what would sort of the truth of who I am, how does, how does that manifest? What clothes does it wear? You know, how does it talk? Because that's really what the, the mask is. It's, it's that, it's that, um, expression of, or it can be an expression of who we are at a really deep level. So, What's the problem here? I mean, that's to me sounds pretty good and fun. So the problem comes up when um, we overly identify with our mask. We think that it's who we truly are. And because of this, this usually means uh, living in some kind of, uh, you know, subtle or not so subtle sense of anxiety. A lot of times people suffer from feelings of emptiness or a loss of, of meaning. Um, we can feel defended. Um, and we can feel that our mask is the is the truest aspect of who we are. So when it becomes threatened, you know, when someone criticizes the way that we have put our mask forward in the world, it can then be a, a really mm, challenging and upsetting thing because we're so identified with it rather than it being something like, oh, okay, you know, that's not that person's preference. Or when we're viewing another person and we're seeing something in their mask that we don't like, that we might be able to say the same thing. That's not our preference, you know, um, versus a, a lot of judgment about the, um, who, you know, who the person is and how the person is expressing themselves. So when we get overly identified with the mask, it's a very insecure place to be. Um, there's some part of us that knows that that's a limited perspective. And that limited perspective um, really has no longevity to it. Because I could wake up tomorrow morning and decide I want to present totally differently. Right. So there's that. Um, I can, you know, there's there's the sense that events in life might change me um, so that I decide that I want to express myself in a different way. Um, and there is a general knowledge inside of us that says the mask is not the whole picture. And um, because it's not the whole picture, um, you know, we, we can only put so much faith in it. So it's material to be used to create our true expression, to really be able to bring ourselves forward versus the truth of who we are. And because of the fact that it is, um, you know, material for our expression, if we start to think of it as the facts if we start to think of it as the way things, um, you know, what we're all about, um, then that creates a lot of problems. 
And let's take a look at what sometimes that looks like because, you know, sometimes when people are being introduced to this concept, it, it doesn't totally land. It to- totally makes sense as far as, you know, well, what does that look like? How do I know if I'm overly identified um, with my persona, with my mask? And um, and what what how how does someone see if that's what they're doing, right? Or if that's where they are. Um, and uh, what what tends to happen a lot of times is that people who are really highly identified with their mask are 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 very easily um, um, offended. So, um, they might feel, you might feel defensive a lot of the time. Um, you might feel judgmental. Um, both judgmental about people being judgmental of you and judgmental of others in the ways that they're different. Um, you, um, you might be very, um, very focused on, um, you know, how, how things look, that, that things look a certain way and not from an aesthetic sense of value, um, you know, uh, but, um, more from, um, uh, how you're, you're perceived by others. And, um, and so what, can also happen is that people go the opposite direction and that is that they say give up on all of those things and they try to um, let go completely of the mask and say um, oh it's not important to me at all that's why I don't you know care about my appearance or you know people who do care about their appearance appearance are way more egocentric than people who who don't and um that's all not necessarily true either because um that not caring um pushing something away being unwilling to you know sort of embrace the value of what is a part of ourselves um and trying to get rid of it as much as possible is is it's a negative charge but it it's it's just as um uh linked up it's just as preoccupied and um and it's just a different type of distortion um on the level of the mask so it's not about just kind of pushing it away and it's not about just embracing it and saying, um, well, embracing it is fine, but it's not about just accepting it as, as the truth of the way things are. Those are all, those are all ways that, um, we can kind of get out of balance with, with our mask. So, um, it, it is about recognizing that we have this part of ourselves that's kind of more superficial and forward focusing, that's an expression of who we are, that we can really make adjustments on as much as um, we want. We can make adjustments to it so that we have more of what it is that we really want. So in, on the flip side of things, um, we have the true self. Right, so the core self. A lot of times, I call it our, our deeper nature. Right, um, this is sort of the as as uh, deep as we can get, 
as as central as we can get to who we are um, before we shift into the oneness of everything. Right. So, you know, people use this a little bit differently. So some people, when they talk about the, the true self, they talk about really that place of like oneness and connectedness to all things where there is really no self. So, and I usually make that distinction that when I'm talking about that would be the, the no self, um, when we're able to have, um, that, uh, experience of being connected to all things. And the true self or the core self is, is really just at that point where we come into, um, our, our selfhood. It's our, our, the deepest, truest part of ourselves that it is not just a part of the oneness of everything. And so why does this distinction make a difference? Well, the distinction makes a difference because when people are looking for what is going to truly make me happy, how would I like to really be like, what, what, what will be, what will success look like for me? What will fulfillment look like for me? Then what we're looking at and what we're trying to bring into the world as much as possible is that, uh, is that a deeper, deeper self, that core self. Because it's that place which provides us with the, the deepest and most complete sense of meaning and that allows us to, um, to have personal expression and bring personal perspe- uh, expression through, but in a very profound way. And the mask then, becomes the, once again, that forward-facing part of that deep and true nature. So they're all connected with each other. The true self is coming all the way, if, you know, if we're lucky, the true self is coming all the way through who we are. And it is actually like even permeating our mask so that our true self is, becomes apparent. And our mask becomes sort of like the, you know, the decoration and the holding for, for this true self. And this is where people find, um, like I was saying, a deep sense of satisfaction, a deep sense of, of, um, purpose and meaning. Um, because they are, you know, rooting their life from this, this true and deep self. Um, so the, the true self, you know, when I say it's like the, the first expression, it's just over the line from the no self. It's, it's the deeper, deepest nature that we can come up with. Sometimes the best ways to really understand this part of ourself are, is by understanding the, um, understanding like, uh, it through values that we think are really important through energetic patterns, um, through, uh, through, mm, through feelings, 
Um, and by, by understanding that, um, you know, who we are at this fundamental level, it's like also how do we fit and how do we relate to all of the people who, um, uh, in the world that we find ourselves in. So it's like at our, uh, at our, the level of our true self, we're, we're this, you know, uh, really beautiful being who has, um, this, uh, complexity to it that fits in with the complexity of the world around us. And so, um, when we come back from this next commercial break, I'll talk a little bit more about how being, you know, being attuned and being aware of that, um, kind of the perfection of the fit of who you are, um, is so beneficial, um, in creating more, uh, success and more happiness in your life. Um, so we'll be back in just a couple minutes, um, with, um, some more about the true self. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. This is Dr. Kate Steiner, and this is Real Answers, and today we've been talking about the mask and the true self. And um, just before the break, I was talking about the how um, when we are connected to our true self, and we understand sort of its... It's, uh, it's template, it's pattern, it's form, it's, it's, um, you know, it's what, what it's all about. Then we can see ourselves and we can feel ourselves in the complexity that is, um, uh, in, uh, in the complexity of our world, we can feel ourselves in a place in all of that that we have a special place in all of that, that there are unique things that we are able to do because of who we are. And that, um, and that building a life from that place is, is profoundly rewarding. So a lot of times what happens when, you know, you start looking at things like, you know, career, what you're going to be happy with doing as a profession, um, life purpose, uh, you know, relationships. So you still look at these like kind of fundamentals of life. 
and ask questions to find out like how will you be truly happy one of the problems that happens along the way is that people ask and answer the question from their mask self rather than their true self and their deeper nature and because of this the answers are are less uh satisfying they provide less um you know insight and uh and and so it's really important one of the reasons to understand kind of like these different aspects of the self and to start to orient um ourselves to you know the mask and to the true self and um you know is so that we can start to um, a- ask questions and approach our personal development in a way that really provides this amazing opening, this am- amazing room for um, personal transformation, amazing room for personal satisfaction, um, fulfillment for success. And... And so when we start to realize that when we ask those questions, okay, like, how is it? What am I all about? How do I really fit that the ego or the mask can give us clues? Because it, you know, once again, sometimes like the, that, the mask is, is that clay. It's that, um, it's that creative material. And sometimes we can find parts of who we truly are in our mask. Um, sometimes, uh, that's, uh, that it's not accurate. Sometimes, you know, who we've become and how we've put ourselves out to the world is, is largely in compensation to what we've experienced and not so much an expression of who we truly are. However, uh, you, when, when you start to look for, you know, what's going to truly make you happy, how you're going to be able to really um, express yourself in the world and be yourself in the world, then um, you can look at these aspects of your of your mask self. You can look at, um, you know, oh, you know, um, I really like, you know, whatever, whatever, fill in the blank. You know, I really like this. I really enjoy this. I'm naturally gravitate towards this. Um, and, you know, whatever you fill in the blanks with, right, can help you then mine down to get an understanding of your truer and deeper nature, right? One of the ways that this is done is that, um, you know, and, uh, is through stories. And you can tell a story, like if I were to say right now, tell me a story from when, you know, you, you know, before you were age seven, you know, and then tell me a story from between when you were, you know, eight to 15. And, and if, and if I were to go through and do, a, you know, let's say four different areas of your life where asking you to tell me a story of significance from that time in your life, we would start to see a pattern emerge, a pattern of experience. Now, whether that pattern of experience is about, you know, your wounding or is about who you think you're supposed to be or it's about your deeper nature, 
then um, it, it is that doesn't um, that doesn't uh, I mean it matters, but it, it doesn't. It's all useful information. So um, as you're gathering information, you, all of it is useful to who you are and what's what's important to you. So there's no information that needs to be thrown out. Uh, however, you can start to mine it more and more to get down into what is most important to you, what is kind of at the core of who you are. So, for example, with those stories that I'm talking about, if you were to tell multiple stories from your life, we might see a pattern um, it might be um, a pattern about the way that you, let's just say, it's the way that you relate to others. This pattern shows up. And by looking at that and looking at like it's the highest version of that possible. So, on, on, in, so what is the most expanded version of that? Um, and that's where people start talking about like archetypes and things like that. Um, you know, we take it and we, we expand it onto this archetypal level. And uh, there it's like we're able to see aspects of our true self. So let me just walk you through that process again because it's a very interesting process to pursue. You've probably been through it before if you've gone to personal development groups because it is the foundation of a way a lot of um, insight is generated. But what happens is, is so first, by telling these stories from different times in your life, you are calling up. You know, these, these stories that are, have some relevance to, you know, you at this moment in time and who you are in general. So, uh, and you don't need to be that deliberate because the information that's important, uh, will come forward. So you, you tell these stories and then you'll notice themes that are in the stories. And when you notice themes that are in the stories, then like they might not seem so, uh, they might not seem like they could be part of a deeper nature. They, they might seem kind of commonplace. It might seem like, oh yeah, that's true. That's, that's me or, you know, I'm like that or like, you know, there's possibility of responding that way. And then, but if you take it and you you expand it or you um, you extrapolate until it becomes sort of a, um, a much more profound story, um, and that's where I was saying an, an archetypal story, like a, 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 a pattern in the way that people interact, and you start to find that. And, you know, example of that would be, would be like the hero's journey, whatever. Um, there's, there's, you know, a number, but that's one that people are very familiar with. As you expand and you look at it at that level, you start to see aspects of your truest and deepest nature. Okay. And so it is there that you're then able to say, oh, yes, you know, this is part of what I'm carrying with me. This is part of the core expression. This is part of my role in the world. And this is where I fit. 
And that doesn't mean, that doesn't necessarily translate into a specific occupation or a specific relationship or something like that. But it also does help get you there. Because as you understand about your fundamental nature, you can begin to, um, you know, act from it. You can begin to understand where, why you fit some places and why you don't fit other places. Where who you are is most needed. What you're contributing to a certain relationship or project or business venture. Because at that deepest level, right, that's, that's beyond, that is beyond the, um, just the expression of like your mask. That's just, that's beyond just the, the activities that you're doing. You know, the fact that you're, you're really good at, you know, working on a computer or you're really good at, uh, you know, managing projects. It, it, it's beyond that. And it's into how you are actually, you know, what your role is, what the significance is of, of who you are when you show up to something. And then everything else is on top of that. So by being able to understand our, our true self in this way and be able to access our true self in this way, we're able to put ourselves in situations that are truly um, beneficial, that are truly valuable, where, where we are needed, where we are wanted, where we want to be. Um, and, and that is, it's like when, when we start to understand that about ourselves and we start to express and live that more and more, um, we reach many more levels of, of fulfillment and, and success. So because there's a reciprocal relationship here, because there's a relationship between the true self and the mask self, um, there, you know, the, the potential is that we, we go from this deeper understanding of who we are to going back to molding that clay of our mask self into how it is that we want to be perceived. How is, is we want to offer ourselves forward? What, what's the package that we are putting, you know, our intentions into? And then the, the mask becomes a, a creation that is in alignment with the true self and actually facilitates its expression in the world. And so then we have a lot of, um, we have a lot of synergy and we have a lot of, of, um, kind of positive good feelings, um, about ourselves as we move through life each day. So it's a really beautiful, it's a really beautiful 
kind of unfolding. It's a really beautiful dance um, between the true self and the mask self. Um, and if you were tracking what I was saying, you know, our mask self can lead us to our true self as much as it can lead us away from it. And our true self can be expressed through our mask self to greater or lesser degrees. But either way, they're both beautiful expressions of, of who we are. Um, I, I would argue that we have more of an ability to manipulate and be creative with our mask self and um, less so with our true self. Our true self is, um, you know, sort of what what we're given. How, you know, just how we are, the essence of who, the who we are, how we choose to express it, that's what we have um, the control over. So by understanding this relationship between um, the mask and the true self and starting to be able to uh, differentiate between the two, and making sure that we're asking the questions that will truly be helpful at the right level, right? So if we're looking for deeper satisfaction in life, if we're looking for, um, you know, a, a real sense of fulfillment, um, and we keep asking questions on the level of the mask, we're not really going to get there. We're just going to make adjustments to how we perceive ourselves, So a lot of people um, kind of wonder, like as they're moving through this process, when they first get introduced to these concepts, they, they might wonder, what is the, um, you know, how do I know if I'm in my mask and how do I know if I'm in my true self? Like what, what, would, what would clue me in to being in one or being in the other. And um, one of the things that you get from being connected with your true self is you get a lot of, you get an inner sense of peace and well-being. So it's an intrinsically um, positive feeling. And that if you're connected with the mask or you're, you know, there's other parts of the self we can talk about, like the lower self. But if you are, if you are connected with, you're kind of identified with other parts of yourself, then um, you're not going to have that. It, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't exist on those levels um, in the same way that it exists when you're connected in with your truer and deeper nature. So the surest way that you can tell whether you're connected to your truer self or not is to, uh, is to um, be aware of how you're feeling. 
And if you're feeling that sense of inner uh, peace, harmony, love, connectedness, there's many words that people might use to put on it. But if you're feeling that, then chances are you are more connected with that true self. Um, and another thing to know about this is that it's not um, an all or nothing kind of thing. It's not like you get connected to your true self and then you're there and then you're done. Or or uh, it, it, it is we are flowing in our um, our perception and in our how we feel oriented. So sometimes we might be more in our masks, sometimes we might be more connected to our true self. And the purpose is really to continue to deepen the connection with the true self and learn how to express it um, as per- profoundly as possible, as well as possible um, through the mask. Um, but it is that continued effort to connect more and more with the true self, to understand more and more what the true self is all about that brings us those good feelings. That's what brings us the really good feelings of being fulfilled and feeling successful. So, uh, you know, when, when you're one of the ways to kind of approach life instead of, you know, like when you start to feel off or, um, uh, scared or, um, overwhelmed or negative, one of the things that you can do is to start to, um, uh, reconnect with your deeper nature, right? So it's like a pathway to getting out of whatever kind of upheaval you might find yourself in is to connect in with your truer and deeper nature. And when you do this, it, 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 it helps to alleviate the stress and the strain of the situation. So you're able to really find a lot of instantaneous relief by connecting in with your truer self. And, um, you know, how you do that is, is what we're going to be talking about for, for the rest of the show today how it is that you connect with your truer and your deeper um, nature. Because that that um, ability, that ability to sort of like reconnect um, is one of the most powerful tools that you can have um, kind of in your toolkit um, when approaching life. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, how you can connect with your deeper nature 
when um, when uh, we come back from this commercial break. I'll be back in just a couple minutes. craving positive change in an area of your life dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected internationally recognized author and facilitator dr kate signer is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your core so you can make a difference in the world starting with yourself. Visit www.katesigner.com. That's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com. Hi, uh, this is Real Answers, and this is Dr. Kate Steiner, and we've been talking about the mask and the true self. What is the mask? What is the true self? How do you get connected with the true self is um, where I left off. So um, how do we connect with the true self? So I started to tell you how you can, you know, what kind of exercises, what you can do to get this, um, to get more insight into that you know, deeper, your deeper nature. And, uh, and so a lot of personal development work can help in moving you in the direction of connecting with what is really true for you. Um, and so once we start to, um, well, once we start to develop that, we start to develop a language around, like, who am I at this deepest level? What am I all about at this deepest level? Once we start to have sort of words or images or something like that for that part of ourselves, then, uh, you know, we want to engage in uh, things that help us get back to it or stay connected to it. Because as I mentioned, when you're connected to your true self, you feel that sense of, you feel that sense of, of peace, of, of general well-being, um, of, of purposefulness, of like all the things that people seek to feel. They feel when they're in connection with their, their truest and deepest self. That's where you feel them the most. So when you, uh, when you are going about life, typically what happens is, um, you know, we get sort of jolted by things that happen and wind up 
get focusing, getting really stuck almost in our mask um, or sometimes in our lower self, which I didn't talk very much about today. But we can get stuck in our mask or in our lower self and um, and start to feel incredibly vulnerable um, uh, or negative um, or an, a number of different things. This is not an ideal place to be. Most people don't enjoy feeling that way uh, and want to do something about it. And there's a lot of techniques that for example, you know, you can just stop your negative thoughts, right? And you can uh, focus on, um, you, you can redirect your attention and you can find ways to reframe the information that you're looking at in a more positive way. All of those things are really effective. They're effective tools. However, they're not as effective as, um, uh, well, no, it's not that they're not as effective. They are most effective in addition to being able to reconnect with your truer and deeper nature. Okay? So they are most effective when, when you are able to use them in conjunction with connecting with your truer and deeper nature. And that is a major differentiator in the way that people approach their lives and approach their their uh, personal development. So let me break that down a little bit um, because what what is that? Why is that the case? So because our awareness can really be focused in many different areas, right? And it can be focused very specifically in something our mask. Um, or it can be very focused very specifically um, if we want to categorize things differently in, in our, our mind um, or get caught up in emotional memory or something like that. Um, so if, if we are, are focused in that way, um, we can find ways to have a more productive focus, right? So that might be having a, um, you know, switching to a more positive viewpoint, looking at a way to reframe it, reapproaching the situation. And that happens because we know that that's a smarter way to do things. We know that there's less pain involved in doing things that way. That's a lot of times why that decision is made. But when that decision is made and there's an awareness that what it truly provides me with the deepest level of, of satisfaction, of, of happiness, of, uh, fulfillment, of whatever, all the good stuff that we're looking for is when I'm able to connect with my deeper self. And I do that in addition to shifting my, my, the way that I'm looking at things or finding a better approach. What I, I get from that is a really profound, uh, state of being. And it's different than, um, managing or not managing. And it is about being truly, tr truly connected in, in a deep, 
profound way to the essence of who I am. And it's so that I have that actual internal shift as well as I'm able to make those shifts in my mind or in my focus or whatever. So if you've wondered sometimes what's missing, and people do, and they start doing personal development work, sometimes they can wonder what's what's missing. You know, why is it that I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm not getting where I really truly want to be getting to? And that is often because of this uh, lack of understanding, because of a lack of understanding of what it means to really connect to our true self. Right? So I encourage you. If you don't already have a sense of what, who you are at this, you know, deeper, in, in your deeper, truer self, uh, to begin an exploration in that direction and to start to uncover some of what you're about in that, in that, in that essential way. As you discover what it is that you're about in that essential way, um, you know, just that knowledge is going to open up uh, a lot of uh, well-being, a lot of uh, fulfillment, and in, in a deeper sense of purpose. And if you are, um, you know, once you kind of have that access to your, to your true self, think about, um, how it is you can anchor it in your life. What are the things that help you stay connected to that and aware of that in each and in every moment? And you can build in touch points throughout your day, throughout your experience that help strengthen that connection. And then when you've strengthened that connection, then when you get out of it or you get disconnected from it or you're in a whole different way of looking at things, you can bring yourself back. And usually all that it takes to bring yourself back is attending to the feelings that are associated with being connected with your true self. Right? So the, the way to come back into connection with your true self could just be said, well, you just step back into it. But the way that you step back into it is by attending to the feelings and, 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 and sensations that you have when you're connected to your true self. 
So one of the things that can happen a lot is that in uh, talking about things like the true self, it can be very abstract. And we we start to think about it only through our mind and forget that it's actually a lived experience. And that if we focus on that, uh, you know, what is the lived experience? What is the feeling that's there? If we focus on that, then we are able to, um, you know, bring ourselves back there whenever we choose. And it becomes a very powerful tool in our own personal development, regardless of whether we know what to do in a situation, regardless of, you know, how triggered we are, whatever, this is a tool that we always have once we've kind of anchored in the experience of what it means to be truly connected to our true self, our core self. If you'd like to learn more about the True Self and the Mask, um, I encourage you to check out my magazine, The Conscious Creative. It will be coming out next Tuesday. You can sign up for it by going to my website, katesigner.com. And if you sign up on my newsletter list at the first Tuesday of the month, you will get a copy of our magazine. It's full of articles this month on the mask and true self. It's also full of, um, of uh, images and poetry and, and lots of really beautiful stuff. So I encourage you to go and check that out. Um, you can also check out my life work community program. My life work community program will be, you know, starting soon enough. And, uh, it, it is an opportunity to learn these skills, to learn the kind of skills that really help you create the life that you want in very, uh, practical, practical ways, um, to, to develop these higher minded, you know, skills that truly help you become the kind of person that you want to be. Um, you can also get to that by going to my website, katesigner.com. And I, I want to thank you for joining me today as um, we talk about the mask and the true self. And I'd like to give you one last reminder to, um, to make a point if you haven't already to develop ways to connect with your true self and to really understand, to really feel, uh, you know, who it is that you are at that deepest level. Because having an understanding of that is going to allow you to do so much, much um, in your life with a much, much higher degree of happiness and satisfaction. So um, again, thank you for joining me here on Real Answers. And um, we will be talking more about the mask and the true self um, next week. Have a great week. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. 
Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesigner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. 